For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. On today's show, we're going to explore Facebook's plans to revamp ads, new ad opportunities, and a lot more with Allie Bloyd. If you want to understand how to benefit from these Facebook ad changes, then be sure to stick around. We believe that with smart marketing, you can compete with the largest players in your industry. I'm Michael Stelzner, and this is the Social Media Marketing Talk Show. Hey, I got a quick question for you. Are you ready to get back to live events? After nearly two years, the leading mega conference for social marketers is back. Level up your value and level up your career. Grab your all-access ticket to Social Media Marketing World by visiting socialmediamarketing.world. And now for this week's expert guest. Allie Bloyd is host of the Marketing Inc. podcast and founder of Allie Bloyd Media, a leading training and consultancy for small businesses and marketers specializing in social advertising. Welcome back to the show, Allie. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. So we've got some interesting things going on in the world of Facebook. Facebook has shared that there's going to be some changes to the way they do Facebook ads. A couple of months ago, likely in response to some of the Apple iOS 14 updates, they've kind of been hinting that some changes are coming. And recently they've talked about privacy enhancing technologies. So talk to me about like what's going on, what's changing in the world of Facebook as a result of this privacy stuff. Yeah. So if you are a Facebook advertiser already, you probably already know about iOS 14 and the issues that that caused. And so that was really on Apple's end, essentially allowing users of Apple products to opt out of browser tracking, which is primarily how Facebook was tracking what was happening from someone's ads. And so that has caused a lot of disruption for people in the Facebook advertising space. There are definitely some solutions for that, but Facebook is working to try and overcome them internally uh, with a few of these things that we'll talk about. So another aspect of this is iOS 15 that was just released this past week and its relation to email marketing. So some of the privacy features that they have added to iOS 15 include some changes that are really going to disrupt the email marketing space on top of what it's done with iOS 14. And so what Facebook is trying to do is improve their internal tracking that relies less on third-party data and is based more on a individual user basis from their own personal devices. So they are not done with this technology. They're still working to put this out to the public, but it's definitely something that they needed to be working on because this has caused a lot of changes in the space. And a lot of people, if they're not sure how to overcome those issues, they're probably seeing a significant decrease in the results of their ads 
because of what Apple has been rolling out. So I think this is going to be a great thing for marketers on Facebook and Instagram. And it's yet to be seen exactly how it's going to be implemented, but there will be email solutions as well as those targeting solutions. A lot of people may have seen their audiences decrease in terms of their effectiveness and also their custom audiences may significantly be decreased if they were only tracking what was happening off-site. So I think this is going to be awesome. Don't know exactly when that'll be available, but it is definitely something that needed to happen. I've been reading studies that are coming out about, first of all, how Facebook is now under-reporting conversions by as much as 15% Mm -hmm. because there's just not as much data. I've also been reading that you need, that Facebook's a little slower I don't know if that's true or not. And and, and you need to give it a little bit more time for it to accurately report. Is that true? It is for sure. And so especially when you're running new campaigns or testing campaigns, you have to be willing to wait it out a little bit. So you and I, I've talked about this on some of our other podcast episodes and things like that, but you need to have a way to verify what's happening on a daily basis instead of waiting three to five days just for a conversion to be reported. So even with some of the solutions that are out there, it doesn't necessarily update your ads dashboard immediately. And if you are really trying to make the best possible decisions so that you're not wasting money on campaigns that are not performing, most people, they want to have data a little bit sooner than that. So you should be able to verify that internally in some way. And then also, even if you do have a solution that overcomes the tracking issue, it's still going to take much longer than it did in the past. And also those learning periods are taking a little bit longer as well. So advertisers really have to learn to be a lot more patient. And then also, like I said, verify their data off of the platform to make quicker, more accurate decisions. Facebook has this phrase they're calling pets, which is privacy enhancing technologies. And what they're trying to do, it seems, is they're trying to work together with other organizations to standardize on some of these technologies. And, you know, what I've been reading is it seems as if what they're trying to do is anonymize and randomize and somehow share anonymized, randomized data. Some of this includes on device. So I've read on this that they're going to try to keep the data exclusively on the device. So it never actually goes off the device, which is going to be kind of interesting. They're talking about things like differential privacy. It sounds like what Facebook is doing is they're at, they're trying to advocate for more data being encrypted and somehow being leveraged for advertising. I kind of personally feel this is going to be an uphill battle for them because I think the privacy thing is a big thing, don't you think, Allie? And I'm not sure the days of us having access to the kind of data we used to are going to come back in any substantial way. What do you think? I think that you are absolutely right. So as a marketer, I'm constantly conflicted in a lot of ways because I do believe that our data should be private and that we should know exactly how it's being used and who it's going to, and that there are so many things that we use our devices for these days that having the ability to take that data and send it between different companies and also other companies that are not related to our advertising, them sending data to platforms like this that do own a lot of different things and and also share data with a lot of different companies. I don't think it's good for the individual consumer. However, you know, the data for marketers has been extremely helpful. But I think what the main problem is, is that 
years ago, if they had done a better job of protecting user data, I don't think we'd even be in this position at all. The issue was that that data was being shared on a wide scale and that it could be tracked back to us individually and that there have been so many data leaks at this point that people just don't have a trust in their ability to protect the data that they are gathering. And so it is going to be a continued uphill battle, like you said, because we as marketers, we want to know how individual users are engaging with us and with our websites and with our pages. But we don't want as individual users of these platforms, that personal data to be tied to me, Ali Bloyd, and then shared with other people. So other people know everything Ali Bloyd is doing. So I think if it had been anonymized from the start and really just tracked back on that IP level or maybe device level, we wouldn't be seeing the issues we're seeing today. But, you know, you can't turn back the hands of time. And so they are going to have to continue to find ways to make this work better. Because again, more advanced marketers, they have been able to overcome these challenges. We haven't seen any decrease in our ad results. We've actually been getting better results than ever. However, I'm not the average small business owner in terms of marketing. A lot of other business owners, they don't have the time and the expertise to really dive into these things so significantly. And they are seeing a big decrease. And because of that, they're spending less money on these platforms, which is not good for Facebook. So they want people to get better results, but they're also kind of living with the consequences of their previous bad mistakes, in my personal opinion. So we'll see how it goes. I think that if they do roll out these technologies and they can assure that the data is private and anonymized, I think it'll definitely be a benefit for marketers. But I also think that we as marketers need to learn how to adjust without these tools because we may not really find the solutions that we used to have available. And there is still always a way to do it. And sometimes it comes back to knowing your customer a lot better, being more creative with what you are actually offering them. And then again, having tools where you can validate and control some of that data on your end instead of expecting Facebook to do all the heavy lifting for you. I'm going to throw out a little prediction before we go to the next question here. I predict that because the future is first party data, right? And not third party data. And Mm -hmm. the quandary here is like they leave Facebook, they go to your website and then they come back and they buy. And there used to be that interchange of information that's no longer really there. Unfortunately, Facebook is only going to become more important because people that have shops are going to move their shops on Facebook so that all that first party data is together. Mm -hmm. And we're only going to become more reliant really if we're intellectually honest on Facebook because Facebook will become like America online, which is what I've been telling everybody for years where everyone will do everything there. And that's the only way they're really going to be able to get around the privacy side of it because Facebook has a lot of data as long as you're on Facebook. That's my prediction with that. Let's move on because there's a lot more to talk about. There's a bunch of new ad opportunities. And one of them is ads that can go right into WhatsApp, but directly from Instagram. So what's your thoughts on that one? Yeah, I think this is actually a really great change. So we've had the ability for a while to do some interchangeable messaging objectives. So they recently rolled out the combination of Instagram DM and Facebook Messenger. So you can DM somebody on Instagram from Facebook Messenger, so on and so forth. But I do think that every platform has kind of got its own unique nuances in the way that people use it and the way that people communicate. And so the addition of some of these other platforms rolling into them, I think is going to be very beneficial, especially for people outside of the US. So I know that it seems like inside of the US, we don't use WhatsApp 
quite as much, but I have a lot of clients abroad and they use that as their primary communication mechanism in a lot of cases. So if you are a company in the US and you are trying to reach people on a global scale, I think this is going to be an ideal way to connect with them or connect with them in Instagram DM for those people who maybe don't use WhatsApp. So it's giving you more flexibility in terms of where you actually send those messages or where your user, if they are engaging with your actual ad, what opens for them? Because just earlier today, actually, I have a client, they're based in the UK and they've done a lot of messenger campaigns in the past. And so I've always been a fan of chatbots, but I do think that the primary issue with chatbots as a whole is that number one, they disconnected the native messaging in that Facebook app. And it's a separate app. Not everybody has the Facebook Messenger app. So if you're sending people to a Messenger campaign and they click and they're interested and they want to move forward, but then it says you've got to open this in the Messages app and they don't want to download that just for this one thing. So they're not going to. And then the second part of it is that not everyone is used to communicating with businesses and messenger. There are some different options there, like clicking that get started button after you click send message. A lot of people get tripped up on that. And that's just a little tiny thing. But if I'm able to send my users to a place that they're very familiar with communicating inside of a place where I'm pretty confident they've got the app or they have the option of where they want to open that message campaign, I think it's going to be a lot more flexible and a lot more user-friendly, not only for the people who are trying to respond to the ads, but a lot more effective for the businesses running those ads because people will be able to choose and decide where they engage with the business in the place that they're most comfortable. The second one is a quote request ad in Messenger. Talk to us about this. Yeah. So I think this could be cool for certain businesses, kind of going back to what I just mentioned. Not everybody's got this and not everybody is super familiar with clicking on some of the options that come up in Messenger that you wouldn't see if you were just messaging a friend. So those things are not as user-friendly for every demographic, but I do think this will be an improvement for businesses who are really focused on sending quotes. I still recommend that everybody does not rely on these tools and these systems exclusively, that you have those options and those features on your own because not every single lead or client is going to come from Facebook. But I do think that it could be a cool thing to test out, see how well people respond to this quote feature. What is it like an ad that takes you right into Messenger and asks a bunch of questions to get a quote? Is that kind of what it is? It does. Yeah. So it's a little bit more customized in terms of asking people upfront before they even start the conversation, what types of things they're interested in, and then really directing them to a specific flow that's going to be able to gather that information. So it'll be kind of like a chatbot that you don't have to set up in a chatbot software. They've kind of been integrating those things for a while with their messaging templates and whatnot. So I think it could be cool. It's definitely something to test out. I would just say, make sure that anything you're doing within a messaging platform, my biggest advice to people is to not let that data remain in the messaging platform. You need a way to send it to your CRM. You need a way to integrate it with the rest of your leads because if you don't, it's very easy for those people to slip through the cracks. Nobody follows up with them. 
or you just don't have another way to reach out to them. And not every single person is super responsive to different messaging platforms. If they either get a ton of messages and they don't look through every one of them, or maybe they're just not on the platforms very much. So make sure you're starting the conversation there, but you're taking the conversation elsewhere. It's going to be much more beneficial to your business as a whole. Instagram lead ads or Instagram lead generation. This sounds kind of exciting. Tell us more about this. How is this any different than what we just talked about? Yeah. So lead generation campaigns have been around for a while and this is the Facebook lead form. So it is native. And I think kind of what you and I were talking about just a few minutes ago, all of these features that we're talking about right now, they're allowing Facebook to keep more things in platform, to have more first party data, which they want because, Uh, you know, it it will promote that firsthand data that they can then share and use with advertisers. So the lead generation objective has worked with Instagram for a while. So you could use that Facebook lead form, but it would also open an Instagram. So I believe this lead generation that is specific to Instagram is going to be a lot more tailored to the way that people use Instagram, but also the information that's pulled in and that is auto-filled. Because right now, if you use a lead form, it's pulling in first name, last name, email, phone number, things like that. And on Instagram, a lot of people, their name on Instagram is not their name in real life. It's just their Instagram handle. And they have a unique name for their account sometimes that's not Allie Bloyd. And so I think this is going to be a lot more tailored specifically to that platform to allow people who are used to engaging on Instagram to pull some more IG specific data and also hopefully be able to autofill more of that information that is not necessarily native to their Instagram profile. But I do think these are really great objectives for people to test. They've kind of gotten a bad rap in the past because they can produce poor quality leads. That's usually the thing that people will say about them. But the truth is the lead is never poor quality. It's really a person. The quality depends on, you know, what you're expecting from them, how far along they are in the process, and also your follow-up and how you're communicating with them once they submit that. So I would say that people who are communicating in Instagram, they tend to spend quite a bit of time on Instagram. So I think that getting into the Instagram DM space and the native Instagram communication could be a good way to reach those people. But I also think that it is very quick and easy. Let's say you have a website and it doesn't load that fast. Well, you're going to lose a lot of people just from that click to them waiting for your website to load. People are very impatient these days and they'll just, they won't do it. And so that can be a great feature for them. But again, we have kind of seen this issue with Instagram opt-ins through that Facebook lead form, mainly because the information that's being autofilled or not autofilled isn't really specific to what's inside of Instagram. So I think this is going to be a much more tailored solution for that. And I'm excited to give it a try. One other update on the quote request in Messenger. Facebook shows an actual screenshot of a Facebook page you know, and it's a photography company and literally it says get quote as the call to action underneath it. And it says you can have four to five questions prior to starting a conversation, but it is an ad placement. So this is fascinating that they're putting this ad placement, not just into ads, but actually into pages too, right? So if someone checks out your page for your local business, they could click get quote and somehow that's a paid feature, you know, and it's going to collect that data and send it over messenger. That's kind of a fascinating application and a different way that they're trying to make money because I've never seen an ad placement on a Facebook page before. 
that's kind of interesting. Yeah. And I also think that it's going to be um, just a time saver for people. So for example, if you have different services that you offer or different levels of things, if someone's getting a quote for something, it's going to be different based on their answers to those specific questions. So my hope is that you'll be able to load files and PDFs and pre-determined pricing based on the answers to those questions so that someone can legitimately get a quote based on their customized needs without a human being having to be present every step of the way. So I think this will be a really cool thing for pages and also definitely something that if you're in the business where you do quotes and that's the only way someone can get a price, you should absolutely jump on this as soon as possible. Instagram shop ads are now universally available. Have you or your clients done anything with Instagram shop ads? Yeah. So I think that if you are selling a product specifically online, you should absolutely have an Instagram shop. Instagram as a whole, and this has been reported for quite a while, this is really where people are finding new products, new brands, new things they actually want to purchase. Because it is such a visual platform, the fashion and beauty industries have always been really, really strong, but also other things as well. And it's a great way to be able to show your products in a real world format in a place where people are used to seeing them and it doesn't necessarily feel like an ad. So the Instagram shop ads, they are going to show up on that explore page so that more people can find those even when they're not intending to and outside of the news feed, you'll be able to direct them to a very specific product page based on whatever it is you're promoting in that one individual ad, they can go ahead and click through and buy through your Instagram shop. So kind of like, again, what we were talking about before, controlling the entire process from start to finish and doing it in a way that's more natural towards how users are already interacting with the platform when it comes to buying from brands. So I think this is actually a really great thing because there have been sites and apps like Like to Know It. That's something where beauty and fashion influencers, they've really had to use those tools to be able to show people exactly what it is they're wearing and where they can buy them. And this could be a great way for affiliate marketers that are promoting things like that to be able to very easily and seamlessly get someone to buy from their affiliate link without having to send them to another app. So I think this is going to be a great one for product-based businesses. And if you have not already set up an Instagram shop or a Facebook shop, should go ahead and do that because it will be a very seamless experience for someone to purchase those products in a place where they're already excited about them without them losing momentum. Everybody out there who has a Vimeo account, Vimeo and Facebook have partnered together to allow Vimeo to create organic ads somehow, some way. And it looks like, cause I have a Vimeo account. I went in there. It looks like Canva almost, but for video, what do we know about this? Yeah. So the first thing that I would mention is that this is going to be integrated into the Facebook business suite platform. And if you saw my video on social media examiners, YouTube about business suite, then you probably know that this is not available to everyone yet. So they are actively rolling this out over the next year. There really isn't a rhyme or reason as to who gets access to business suite. So if you already have it, you may be able to get this feature already. If you don't have business suite yet, 
you will have access to it whenever that change takes place. So just kind of be patient on that. I do think this is going to be a really cool feature for advertisers because more than anything, what I've noticed with my students and my clients is that they struggle with really understanding what it means to create an effective video ad. And so what you're going to be able to do through this integration is number one, the most exciting part of it to me was that it's really going to encourage the way that your video is actually laid out to really capture attention immediately. You have to be able to do that with video or you simply won't get enough people to watch that video. People are impatient. If it's not really engaging within the first three to five seconds, they're already scrolling on to something else. So it will actually allow people to understand what is it that gets someone's attention? And that's not really always easily communicated because everyone's got a different product and service and different imagery and creative. But these templates essentially will really encourage people to make the first part of their video really strong. So I think that that's going to be a big win for advertisers that are either already using video or intend to use it. I also think that the repurposing capability there is going to be a great time saver. So I know most people who are using video marketing, they're already doing this, but there's definitely some time involved resizing the creative for, you know, story placements and Instagram versus Facebook versus YouTube, wherever it is that you're using this video content, the sizes are different. And sometimes different features are suggested based on where those videos are showing up. And so it sounds like this is really going to allow people to take one video and it's going to help them repurpose to all those different platforms very quickly, very easily promote those best practices within each placement a little bit more automatically than we've been able to see before. So you will have to have a Vimeo Pro account. I will just highlight that for somebody who wants to use this. So if you get a Vimeo, a free Vimeo account, you're not able to use it for business videos. If you use any business-related video content, you've got to upgrade to that pro account. So just keep that in mind. You may want to work that into your marketing budget. I think it'd be a great option for people who do really want to get more into video marketing or who are already doing it, but want to do it a lot more effectively. So I think this will be a big win for video, especially for small businesses that don't necessarily have a ton of training and education on what makes videos great or a lot of support staff to help them do all of that repurposing manually. Folks, there is a lot of change going on, if you haven't noticed, in the world of social marketing. You know, we've got privacy stuff, we've got Facebook changes, we've got ad, new ad formats, we've got these platforms all racing to come out with competitive feature sets, and it's not easy to keep up with it, but... If you really want to learn this stuff, then you need to get a ticket to Social Media Marketing World. It's back, and we're going to be there in San Diego for our ninth annual conference. And now is the best time to get tickets because they're substantially discounted. Ali and many other people, I'm sure, will be there presenting. And the way you get tickets is visiting socialmediamarketing.world. And also, if you want to learn some more, both Ali and I have podcasts that we would encourage you to check out. Allie, why don't you tell them where they can find out more about you and your podcast? Yeah, absolutely. So the podcast is called Marketing Inc. And you can find that on any podcast directory. You can also go to marketinginkpodcast.com. Definitely encourage you to check that out. And if you're just interested in learning more about Facebook and Instagram ads, social media marketing, content marketing, you can go to alliebloydmedia.com and you can get some great free videos, free resources, and just learn more about how I could potentially help you grow your business. So hopefully you'll check that out as well. 
Yeah. And be sure to uh, check out the other podcast that I host called the Social Media Marketing Podcast, which Ali has been on many times. Everyone, thank you so much for joining with us. And until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Bye-bye. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.